0: And the Vortex opens up and we come out of the Speed Force. Hey, everybody, Dave here, and it is time for Flash Time on Out of the Speed Force. How you doing tonight, Greg?
1: Slightly unfulfilled, but, you know, what can you expect from a uh, season finale that wasn't supposed to be a season finale? Yes,
0: yeah, so true, so true. So many loose ends that were left at the end of that episode that probably, most likely, definitely would have been covered in the three episodes that were originally scheduled to follow it
1: right and you know i'm not going to judge it too harshly because of that because you know there's only so much you can do given the circumstances and you have to give it some leeway um that being said there are still things that i have issues with in this uh episode but to be honest uh like I didn't hate it when I was watching it but and there were still enjoyable parts but overall I'm just uh a bit uh, disappointed but again I think you have to kind of grade it on a curve based on, on the situation.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean it, it wouldn't be fair to, you know, okay, season finale time. Okay, great. Okay. utter utter bomb because this is the season finale. No, you can't do that. This this isn't one of those episodes. The COVID nineteen hit and production ceased. There were supposed to be three to four more episodes after this, and even there was one originally scheduled to be released next week, and it uh, didn't get in. Like they're stopping here at episode nineteen, episode twenty, all as well that ends wells. I'm hoping we're going to see next year.
1: Yes. In a way, you can almost look at it like COVID-19 was the real villain for this season.
0: Yes, yes. This year's big bad, COVID-19. Not one that can even be fought in the universe.
1: Right. And it's the ultimate crossover because everything's affected.
0: Beat that, Crisis. (laughs) I didn't really have too many gripes with the episode. I was able to what it what pulled me out of the episode was the fact that uh I started watching it and then supper time happened, so I had to pause it <laughs> so mm-hmm. so that pulled me out for sure, but beyond that, nothing really pulled me out there was nothing particularly uh particularly uh I'm trying to find the words there was nothing particularly disagreeable that'll work nothing particularly disagreeable for me on the episode and uh except for one thing and it was it was right at, it was basically right at the end that iris is still in the damn mirror and i want her out and i want her out by the end of next season or i'm done no more flash i'm done i'm done i'm done i'll watch up till season seven if she does not come out, out of the mirror and i don't even care if they get her out of the mirror of season eight episode one if if that's the case iris will just be in the mirror forever
1: i have more things that i'm more disappointed in but um I, I had a feeling that Iris was going to be still stuck in the mirror, because I have a I have a feeling this would have been a finale. Um,
0: yeah, I am thinking so. I am agreeing with you there. Like she probably would have been pulled out of the episode. See, two part season finale episodes twenty one and twenty two probably, and we'd have been all been happy and moved on. Fresh season next year. That's likely yes. what the plan was. I still would have been annoyed that she was still in the mirror at the end of the episode. But I wouldn't have to wait, you know, six months to find out how she gets out of the mirror.
1: Right. So let's, uh, let's take a look at everything, uh, you know, because it, it certainly it there were some stories that they did manage to solve. Yes. Uh, well, uh, kind of uh, that we saw the ending of. And uh, others, you know, like, uh, you know, poor Iris and Camilla hardly had any time.
0: Yeah. Also in this episode.
1: Yes. I think they had maybe two scenes together.
0: Yeah. One about... Uh... 15 20 minutes in and the one at the end of the episode roughly there might have been there might have been a third one like you know for a couple minutes in there somewhere but
1: yeah how to approach this episode um really this episode deals with uh the carver art Mm -hmm. in a sense more so than uh the ava story and you know this is the most that we got to deal with carver and i'm going to be straight up and i'm going to say that to me i think the biggest mistake this episode made uh was killing carver at the end i feel like this is a similar situation to what happened last year when they got rid of uh, cicada one and the reason why i feel this way is well for one thing uh hats off to the um the actor that played carver because there's something delightful about him in a way he reminds me of a powerless uh damien dark i can see that where he's evil and he knows he's evil and kind of relishes in it and, and i feel like this was a character that they really could have used around being around for a longer time in fact like a, a character that you could have had go beyond the mirror story and uh you know, this whole, a, a lot of this episode, you know, Barry is given basically this choice of, you know, Ava's given him a chance to basically trade Carver for Iris. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone knows that Carver's, you know, not a good dude and he's basically irredeemable for the most part. And, and no one wants to really save him. But this leaves Barry with uh, this conundrum of, do you save someone that isn't worth saving? And, you know, we get actually, and I for as bad as, uh, not bad, for as somewhat disappointing as this episode was for me, I think one of the highlights and high points that I have to give it is that it did a lot for Nash's character and finally I and mean, that he really proved himself to be useful and really kind of felt like a wells finally you know he he was going everywhere and helping you know Allegra out helping helping the whole team out uh, and in a sense kind of being uh taking Cisco's place uh, for what Cisco kind of usually does because Cisco's usually kind of like one of the guys that will step in and kind of save everybody or is, is really useful. And finally Wells in this, uh, you know, Nash in this episode is is kind of filling that role. Um, you know, but he's the one that notices that, you know, Barry hesitated to save, uh, Carver when they were at the, the, Mm -hmm. the station, I think. Yep. He is. And, and then you had, um, Harry, you know, appear and basically tell Nash, Hey, you know, something's wrong with Barry. Because the real Barry wouldn't have hesitated. And overall, like the story of Barry, you know, choosing to save Carver uh, was a really interesting one. But what, to me, where it fails is the fact that they went ahead and just killed him anyway. You know, um, Carver's in his safe room. You know, the mirror, uh, Ava made the mirror shatter and was going to, and sends the shards towards her husband. And Barry runs and, in a way, sacrifices himself for a bit. to protect Carver, but it's all for naught. And oh, by the way, like really gnarly and nasty uh, uh, mirror wounds there. Like, oh my goodness. Like I cringed when I saw those shards in mm-hmm. Barry. Mm-hmm.
0: The one thing I was thinking um, about this particular scene that I was going to bring up about it as, you know, something that was a little off to me, that wound where she forces the piece of glass through him his entire body comes out and ends up in Carver. Medically, that scene was so so wrong. Right, that because that day. arm, given him the fact that his flash healing is not, not not up to snuff, should have been dangling. Like that arm would have been cut off. He major arteries would have been severed, and it was too clean when you see it in Carver. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh yeah, even the comics don't get that don't get those details wrong
1: right that no that i was definitely i kind of cocked an eyebrow at that one like really but i think you know the lesson that barry learns in, in that you know and still deciding to save carver it's all for moot because carver still dies anyway and i think it would have been much more interesting to have barry you know really end up being hurt uh to save carver and you still have carver you know still being a player in this whole story you know it's, it's kind of like the how batman won't kill like the joker or his villain you know his uh, rogues gallery and you know he knows that the joker is just going to provide him more more issues in the future but he still won't kill him anyway because he doesn't want to become like them and with this i just feel like it's a a story that you know it's a lesson that has no real consequences to it other than barry well but is barry really going to feel guilt for carver dying i don't think so uh so the whole so the whole dilemma of does he save carver or does he you know let him die it it doesn't matter because in the end unless unless there's some sort of thing that happens where he brings him back to life which i doubt it feels really final i i think it it was a wasted moral
0: I don't know if I agree with that because Barry still had to go through and make the choice. He was considering not saving Carver because he wanted to be able to get Iris out of the mirror. He had the perfect opportunity there to get Iris out of the mirror. It's his wife. He would do anything for her to save her, including hand over Carver at one point for sure because he was considering it. But uh, beyond that, I'm, I don't know that it was it would be a wasted moral. But it wasn't one of those things for me that it even played into anything. For me, it was just, this is what it is. Right. It just wasn't all that important. And, and honestly, neither was the uh, the thing I mentioned about that scene with with the thing. It's just one of those things I noticed that, you know, it could have been done a little better.
1: For me, it just ultimately, I feel like there's no consequences. You know, he, sure, he learns a lesson, but, you know, with choices, sometimes there's bad consequences that come with them, and you have to live with those consequences. And, you know, Barry did the right thing, but in the end, his problem is still solved anyway. And I think it would have been much more interesting to tell a story of, you know, yes, we're going to get Carver, but killing him is not the way to do it. Bringing him to justice uh, through, you know, superheroing and uh, the legal system is the better way to handle this. I feel like that would have been the more, the better way, the way, uh, the better way to tell this story. That's just coming from me and my my personal opinion on it uh, and again, I think we have a, a wasted potential with a character because uh, i I think you you shouldn't kill a character if they can possibly add more to a story and i I really feel like you know the cicada story really suffered last year because of them killing uh cicada number one right as he learned his lesson
0: but uh, Carver didn't learn any lesson here
1: no it's a, well it's not Carver you know it's more of like uh It's more for the characters to kind of, you know, a lot of the whole thing was to bring, you know, Carver down. You know, that's what Iris worked on. Um, That's what the the characters were working on in trying to, to bring him down. And, you know, and so that they could bring Joe, you know, out of hiding and, you know, bring an end to Black Hole. Because black hole's been this threat, and it's still a threat. But I think it would. The more interesting story is black hole versus mirror master, you know, the mirror mistress versus team Flash. I think that's the much more compelling story where you have you know different factions and, and pros and cons of uh, you know and temptations to work with either, but still you know ultimately working together to to bring both down in different ways because then we have uh you know the three uh light villains Mm -hmm. from black hole simply just changing their allegiance to uh to the mirror master and again it's just like uh when that happened it was like okay i guess this is happening
0: yeah yeah that that that's true that was one of those things that, that 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 did bug me a little bit i mean First, they're on his side. Then, all of a sudden, they show up on her side. Um, I guess they just and, did it because they needed a fight scene.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I have to say that that fight scene at uh, McCullough Industries, uh, I'm going to rank it up there with um, that fight scene in Crisis, where uh, the the Seven Paragons are fighting the mi- minions of uh, the Anti Monitor and just kind of punching and kicking them all away. In terms of uh, fight scenes, that I'm really not impressed with. And granted, this is the CW, and you know we're dealing with characters that aren't Oliver Queen, who really knows how to fight. But it just felt more of like, okay, I guess I guess this is a, a fight scene, but it just wasn't impressive to me, or or really interesting. And then uh, like that showdown where Sue and Ralph take on dr light and sunshine and dr light's main weapon is her her gun and she was using it this whole time and all of a sudden when it's down to the two versus two she suddenly it's like oh i'm just gonna put my gun away and fight into hand-to-hand combat it was
0: she was using her gun through that she would she disintegrated i don't know how many people
1: no well this was later at the beginning she was using her her weapon for sure but when it was uh the two versus two fight it it went to fists because her gun match wasn't with her there
0: i must have missed that
1: yeah you know i get it you it's a kind of finale and so you have to have a big fight and i appreciate that it it simply wasn't a every broke buddy versus one villain type of fight but really it just felt like uh Okay, everybody, do stuff without any real meaning, for the most part.
0: There was a line in that fight scene that I, I'm I'm kind of wondering if was just kind of added in. It's it's between it's something that uh, to Nash said when uh, he and Allegra and Ralph were kind of pinned down for a minute or two. By a doorway, mm-hmm. right near yeah. the beginning, and he asks, "How are you guys doing?" or whatever, and and Ralph says uh, says something or uh, something or other, and he looks at him and goes, "What have, what have you been doing?" He was, "I don't know. i just been making it up as I go along."
1: Yeah, and if there's anything positive to say about the fight scene at McCullough Industries, uh, again, it's Nash. And actually Allegra, to me, I felt like they had the most substantial stuff to do in it and showing them finally building a relationship. Finally, after all of this season.
0: Yeah, they were the ones and we've discussed it before, so I don't want to talk, I don't want to belabor it too much, but they were the ones that have been neglected the most this season. So it was nice yeah. to see to get see them actually move their story for their common story forward for a change. Right.
1: And I feel like, you know, again, it's a shame about COVID because I don't have any doubt that, uh, we would be getting even more Allegra and Nash stuff in, uh, the all's wells all's episodes. wells that ends wells
0: yeah i agree i mean we're gonna miss a bunch of stuff that is, we're gonna have to try to pick up next season in a way i hope they put out a mini season <clears throat> like you know like do a mini season you know you know just like four or five episodes or whatever to finish the story off and do it justice and then you know do a real season like so instead of starting in in, in early october say start starting start in late october Or mid-November. That would be better for me. And, uh, you know, just finish it off, and then after Christmas break, do the real season of The Flash Season 7 for the back end.
1: Right, and then for another uh, story that was kind of a bit odd, and I wonder how much uh, the transica- uh, you know, the, the shortened uh, finale was had to play in this. But uh, the Sue and Ralph story was good, but I feel like there were so many things that happened with Sue in this episode that it just kind of like jumped all everywhere where you know you had sue with it reunited with her parents you know after ralph finds the info and her telling ralph to hey leave us alone uh that's the best way that you can help me and then next thing you know oh i'm working for black hole now what like the reasoning made sense yeah yeah
0: it was perfectly good reasoning
1: right it all it all made sense i again i don't blame their storyline too much on the writers I blame it more on COVID. Yeah. But man, like this story w- with Sue, it was just, it went by like, you know, they stuffed so much in this episode for her. And, you know, because she goes from reuniting with her parents to working to with uh, Black Hole. And we don't even see her really working with Black Hole. She's just wearing a pin. So it doesn't even really... Yeah, it doesn't really matter. count.
0: Yeah, it doesn't count because we're just we're just getting this we're just beginning a big old expo- exposition dump from Dibney on all of this right. and we have to basically take what Ralph says as this is what was going through her mind because they think so much alike. but right. we don't really see to, it to, so it's just exposition yeah.
1: to me it it would have been better served for an episode with, and again, who knows what they had planned, right, right, you know, without without stuffing everything in. But it really feels like this is the type of thing where you uh, have Sue, you know, tell Ralph to go away, and then at the end of the episode, you have Carver in his office or whatever, saying, you know doing some sort of like talk with his assistant uh, saying like well i have a i have a a new person to help me you know dealing with uh the traitors in my ranks or whatever and then cue the door opens and here comes sue
0: yeah um one thing i was feeling about this episode and, and since we've been talking about it i i i just just keyed in on it it's just one of those things that i wasn't thinking about you know then but it did have this patched together feel to it, didn't it? Like they took yes. a bunch of things from that were shot from different – that were supposed to be in different episodes and pasted it all together and tried to make mm-hmm. one one cohesive story out of it. Yeah,
1: I can agree with that.
0: I mean, if, if you don't think about that, it's a good episode to watch. This is just in a general Flash episode. Yeah. But um, it does have that element of piece together to it, which um, – yeah. Like they could have been saving Carver in another storyline. They could have been – in a different episode, like that, maybe that wasn't supposed to happen this episode, or maybe that was supposed to happen this episode. And the Ralph Sue story was supposed to be in the next episode, along with the Wells storyline. And then something else is supposed to happen. Maybe the fight scene at the end, there was actually supposed to be a couple episodes later. you like, you, you just don't know.
1: Yeah. And that this is spliced together from like a bunch of episodes or of, of what they had, but you know, I give them kudos for, for at least putting something out. And I, and I do do that, you know? Oh, Absolutely i understand why they've ended it where they have and it sets things up for you know next season i don't i don't feel bad that uh we still have a a, you know a big bad to deal with because we understand that you know they weren't able to complete their thought but uh, i don't know and then to to end it all with by the way Sue's being framed for uh for the murder it makes sense But with everything else that was in this episode, it's just like another thing that's thrown on that kind of comes out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, it's just another thing to add to the pile. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is definitely going to be one of those episodes that I do not go back and rewatch before the beginning of the next season. Because I'm not going to want to have to remember this. I'll remember it well enough.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad episode. It's just... uh... Something about it just doesn't feel. Even if they they were making the choices with everything again, I think again I congratulate them for putting something together. It's just I wish they would have re you know taken some more time to kind of think about some of the decisions that they made.
0: Oh sure, absolutely. This is all stuff that you know guys that may not have even come up if uh, COVID 19 hadn't happened because you just you don't know you don't know how this would have played out otherwise right and there is the possibility that this was supposed to be the episode that went out at this time and if that's the case what were you thinking
1: yeah, if this is if this is the episode and there's very little that was cut in, then I I think I would be much uh, less forgiving of it.
0: Yeah. Again, an enjoyable episode to watch. I, like I said, had at the beginning really had no real complaints about it. And we've only basically talked about two scenes.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, Nash and Allegra were great. Um, Carver was really great. And again, yes. this is another reason why he would definitely be this uh, shining,
0: shining, uh, the shining shining the all star of the episode
1: yeah he was really interesting uh you know i i find him you know absolutely you know fascinating as a villain he could have been an excellent lex Luthor type Mm -hmm. for barry and that's why i'm disappointed in what they ended up doing with him because again you know superman's saved lex Luthor before and he had to deal with that dilemma there's also the storyline with uh caitlin and her mother well it's mainly frost and you know not too much just say about this, it, th- this whole this whole storyline with her is so weird. I get that they're looking yeah. to, to write her off for a little bit, but it feels so unlike the character.
0: Yeah, it feels like out of nowhere because they left this string at the end of last season or near to the end of last season with what's going to happen. The blood test, they thought it was negative, but it was actually positive. And then they just bring uh, Caitlyn's mom back in for... Like this episode, basically Caitlin's mom also in this episode.
1: Right. And you know what? I'm kind of glad that they didn't uh, tease her mom being, you know, having a a villainous side because that would have just been another thing to throw in this already kind of stuffed episode. And yet at the same time. Everything with Caitlin, it almost feels like a different show other than, you know, here we have some characters from The Flash guest appearing in it because it feels so separated right. from everything else.
0: Yeah, it came out. Of, it literally came out of nowhere, no matter how the season was meant to play out for the back half. Yet yeah. uh, th- this line came out of nowhere with that bullet in quote unquote infection. And uh, it's one of those things that you need a little bit more buildup than that. You know, the way Cisco and Ralph found her. Sure, that works. That works, but we've had so little build-up of this storyline, and then all of a sudden, okay, we gotta call in my mom. Episode or two later, here's mom, and we're 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 going to uh, a tan, going to the Tannhauser site where where my dad was, which is what I'm assuming when they were talking about uh, when Cecile was talking about her checking in. When they get up north, is uh, where they're going. But uh, beyond that, I mean, there's been no real build-up, and you know, we had some sciency stuff spit at us, and there you go killer Frost and Caitlin they are off somewhere they'll be off screen for a while.
1: It would have been nice if they had a, a problem that Caitlin or Frost were able to solve from where they were at.
0: As my whole thing is with the, this whole wound is why can't Caitlin solve this? She's a bio person. I can see you yeah. know running into a situation where they have to call in uh, the expert Caitlin's mom in this case. Why couldn't Caitlin and Frost work together on this?
1: It makes Caitlyn feel surprisingly weak. Yeah, and helpless.
0: I suppose when we get right down to it, that is my only other gripe with the episode: is that Caitlyn was misused here. There's a lot we don't have resolution here for. We don't have we don't have resolution to what's going on with the mega wells in in Nash's head. We don't have resolution to the Speed Force problem. We don't have resolution to that ice problem. We don't have resolution to the mirror problem. I mean, there's so much. There's just so much that isn't resolved here. That makes for a great episode for three or four, three or four episodes before the season's over, but not a great finale. And again, as we've said before, it's just a COVID issue.
1: Yep, I think uh, the title for this episode should be "The Real Villain Is COVID,"
0: and it will be the real villain, the big bad for the for season six, COVID nineteen. The real villain is COVID. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. That will be the episode title.
1: Yeah. If I was giving a grade to this uh, episode, I don't even know if I would really give it a grade.
0: I don't think it's worth grading it because uh, it's one of those episodes that in in this, just in the situation we're in, it's not an episode that deserves to be graded because you are speculating on the grade based on, well, if this was the episode that was supposed to air, uh, it was, it was great for, you know, a continuation of a few episodes, but Did they splice it together? There's just too many variables here in this episode to even give it a grade because you don't know. There's no way to know. It's it's not worth it. I thought it was a good watch. I thought it was an enjoyable watch. And that's that's really it. I enjoyed the episode. It was fun. Not what I would call season finale material, but it's what we had to work with
1: right for me, I think it, it wasn't a bad episode but it really it really just feels like a mess a mess and so, some real wasted opportunities uh, but that that's just how I feel about it
0: yeah and, and like we said you may not have felt that way if we got the other three episodes uh, one two yeah three episodes that were supposed to come after knowing that they were gonna be resolved yeah but honestly I think this would probably be a good a good place to leave the flash for the year because, well, this is the place to leave The Flash for the year, because we don't have a choice, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. uh, move on. Now, I don't know about uh, what we're going to do about content, because my situation for you, the listener, is at a point where I'm losing access to some of the stuff that I've been using to watch the uh, pre-season one through, when we were were doing last year, the season one uh, episodes as uh, summer uh, hiatus content. I'm not going to have that access anymore. So and you blame COVID. That's that's what it is. It's a COVID problem. And uh, so I'm, I'm sure we'll get together and talk uh, over the over over the break. And I'm sure we can come up with something that we can put here just so you got something to listen to in the meantime. Absolutely. But for this week, we will let you go. And if you always want to follow us the same as always, you can find me on Twitter at drallen 201 The show is at Barry V. Eobard. Um, email is reverseflashtime at gmail.com and as always the website will be left in the show notes Greg where can they find you
1: again when I used to tweet uh, you could find me at uh, my old thoughts at Greg Zorz at uh, on twitter that's g-r-e-g-z-o-r-z so you can see what I thought about different things in life uh, when life was better and I didn't have my job on my current job
0: and on that cheery note
1: we will see you later chat with you later
0: of the Speed Force, a Maple City Media production